What's up? It's your boy, Jay Jones from BLI Podcast. We just wanted to thank y'all for tapping in episode after episode to the astronomical conversations we've been having. If you didn't know, you can catch us every Monday at 8 p.m. Hopefully you are enjoying the content that we put out. And if you would like to be a part of the podcast, you can shoot us a DM or even text us at 817-938-5047. And we'll get right back to you and see if we can link up and make some great content together. Once again, thank y'all for everything. And hey, be a light. That's good. But I wanted to hear actually. <laughs> Let me put a live. Let me put a live link in the uh chat. What I wanted to hear actually. Oh man, be a light podcast. We can put it on Facebook again. I'm gonna title this one. Uh, Keys hard. So I show Liz. Man. All right, we back. Caught it. 0.5 seconds, players. Five. 0.5. 0.5. Not even one. All right, never mind. They ain't gonna have it. They ain't gonna have it. All right, so we're gonna take that. Who can I run to? Okay, you know you live stream. Empty space. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know why they can see you. I don't know why that came in my head, bro. I got this like, like what the hell, man? Because when you going through that storm, sometimes you gotta ask. Man, you be going. To, who can I run to? Who can I run to? Shit, man, that's a jam right there. All right. Um, all right. Where's the live address? Oh, uh, like I know we going live, but I don't see it. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I gotta forgive me, brother. It's been a day, but a day that I've been blessed with. So the live link is right there in the chat. I'm going to take this. I'm going to copy it myself. We're going to put this on our platforms so our people can uh, be a part. Y'all just let me know we're good on that. Be a part of this light leadership. Catch these gems. Let's get it. All right. Boom, boom. You good, Demarcus? Wait, why y'all gonna call me up? Because it's always you. It's always you. Like, we always know who's gonna be the one that's gonna take a little second. It's cool, though. You know what I'm saying? It's all love, bro. While you doing that, I get set up with the IG live stream. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jarrell be out there in Mexico though. His life is life. But I've been tired since that dang cruise, man. Well, you live different. Cause it's like, first of all, it was free. Let's go with that. Um, but I had to go. I had to drive a company car back here on Monday, 
So I really didn't have a weekend last weekend. Weekends count now. I understand. You need two days. You need need those days for sure. I didn't sleep much on the cruise. Went straight off the cruise and went straight to work, basically. And it's just been like... Grinding. Hustling. That's good. You got that light light work on your chest, so I know you hustling. Hustling, man. Hustling. Gotta get it. Do we? We nice. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just waiting on that, that thumbs up from D Nice over there. All good. He always do that. You always do. That. We, we always be checking in with you. You'll just sit there and never say nothing. We just. I was just, I, I, I was listening, bro. This is take. So, welcome back to the BLI podcast. Your boy K Sloan. Hey, dogs. Hey, Jones. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> and then we got the wise, the wop, and the wisdom himself. Mr. Mitchell, go. Yep. That's me. Yep. If you know, you know. Having fun right now. Everybody get a little week up. We get a little vacation. Only one that don't get a vacation is Kerry because he, he live streaming and he. I got a vacation there at Christmas. Oh, yeah. You I was going to say, remember? Yeah, Kerry, yeah. Kerry was out there floating too. <laughs> Hey, I got a little break during Christmas, man. So we be taking our little spinning rotations. We be spinning rotations. Mr. Liptigo disappeared on us last week. He said, "Oh, oh Jarrell out." You know, saying, I, "I'm the Cowboys got me got me hurt, so I'm out today. I'm out." I am now. I will say, and now that we live stream, yeah. I'm numb to it. It's been happening my whole life. I was on the cruise when it happened. People were like, "Bro, you don't look mad." I was like, "Bro, just think if you got cheated on twenty times, you think you're gonna be mad?" The <laughs> Yes. No. You are just <laughs> used to it now. You in a abusive you like, relationship. Uh, where you went? Where you went? Did you just Did liken you... being a cowboy fan to being in an abusive relationship? Not abusive. Uh, uh, emotionally, it sounds emotionally abusive. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I would definitely do that. Because <laughs> they they get you all. They buy you stuff. You know, yeah. get you a new car and everything. You put a nice shiny car with rims on it. Man. And then they go out that that. You know, that weekend, they cheat. They do you <laughs> You just sit at home looking at your car like, I love that car. Oh. But I hate that person, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, F that car, man. I don't want that car. I don't want to skate with you. I don't want to kick it with you. I don't want to skate with you. Kick it with you. None of that, man. Yeah, that's, that's tragic. Yeah, DeMarcus is like, man, I ain't even trying to talk today. Like, I don't got nothing good to say. <laughs> I was like, okay, all right, bet. bet. <laughs> nah. I, like, right, I can't be mad at you. I can't, me and Nate just went ahead with live real quick and got off. <laughs> but the oh, thing man. is, I say that, but the Cowboys, are, I'm sorry, Kev, I ain't going to say your team, but like, they're like a Browns fan has to be like, even worse, or like a Bears fan, Bears or being fan. like a, yeah, like a Reds, I mean, f- football team, you know, <laughs> like, I say that, but the Cowboys are really, it's not, it's not, this, but you know what, it hurts y'all, it hurts y'all because y'all are always one of the best teams, and this always happens. That's probably what it is, okay. Y'all are that's, always. That's, you know, any other 12 and 4 team is like, 12 and 4, they the best team in the league, other. And you can see, and you know, you play football, you can see, you can see what I haven't played football on a professional level, can't compete with those guys. I don't know what those guys know, but from some of the stuff that you can see from a, a high school, college, or peewee league level, you're like, how come they can't see that? I don't understand how they can't see that. Or where does the passion go? Like, 
It's hard to look at them. Pissed off and they this and they that and they go out do the same thing. It's like, yeah, did y'all not know this is a playoff? <laughs> uh, they knew all right. They knew, but you know, there's a lot of factors. Some you see some players that it seems like people go to the Cowboys organization and they become numb to it. Because you see players when they get there, they so like, man, if you see the exit interview with Michael Parsons, like he hurt, bro. Like he is like, I thought we were gonna do something. I'm not hearing that though. Is no, I'm just saying, but like y'all, y'all not the Bears. We we've been doing this, so I I, I I'm I'm kind of like I get what you're saying, but the whole losing thing is like, all right, bro. Y'all get no, over I'm it. You know. play, when individual players get there, there's Brian or whatever. They get there, they want to change. They want to help this team win a Super Bowl. They want to do this, and after a couple of years, it's like I don't know what it is. They get their money. They they popularity. I I, I don't I don't know what it is, man. It's they just, become Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and it's like. I'm cool. I'm famous for the rest of my life, you know, and I can money, money. But, it jades things. It jades things. They get paid every week. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's other jobs that pay you every week. You know what I'm saying? Or people who get a paycheck every week. But I, I got talked by plenty of people that say, even you get paid every week. You work six days, you only get paid once. You know what I'm saying? One of the days you get paid, but the other six days you're still working. But is that one payday? Is it efficient to that? Because what we don't know, is, especially people who out there got their own business or whatever, they know. But the taxes and all the stuff you got to pay and the expenses that you got to come up with just so that they don't take all your money. Like, is money really the cure-all? Because you out there, you out there sacrificing your body, your mind, your time, your your spirit. <laughs> like, it's true. They're all good for a, a payday. And, and and when I looked it up, the average the average football player makes thirty two thousand dollars a week, but he has to pay taxes for every state that he plays in. That's, That's a lot of money he got to pay, Doc. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I think I think it just depends, though. I mean, I, I think it's a game. So the fact that it's a game, it, you know, you, you, when you playing, no matter what level you hit, you got to be thinking like, like I got to better myself, huh? You got a kid, man. It's a game that pays your bills and that takes care of your kids too, though. Yeah, but you still have to play the game, though. Even if it takes care of my kids, it's like it's like me being like somebody that like I have a job. Like I'm a teacher. Like I'm a teacher. I have to teach. I still have to teach the way that you know is effective. So if I'm playing the game, I got to play the game in a way that's effective, no matter how much money you pay me. And if I start to play the game ineffectively, then now it's like. I'm worried about the wrong stuff if the money got me clouded like that. But I feel like I feel like Jerry Jones has built a culture there. I mean, like we've talked about before, that is really money driven, and everybody knows it, including the coaches. Everybody's expendable, and you can be bought or bought out. So it's like it's like it ain't really no, you know, super loyalty in an environment like that. But it is it is crazy. Like I, I we talked about it. I've talked about it with strangers. Like. Jerry Jones, off the top of my head, I can't think of anybody else, can give you a failing product and you still pay for it. But what is failing though? What is failing though? Because because it may because that that stadium is beautiful. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. I love that venue. When I went out the there, huh? The product is the team. You're team. He's selling the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and, they, they, and they we're look. buying the Dallas Cowboys. Every not just us. It's the top selling franchise in, I mean, in football. That's, so he's selling, uh, I wouldn't say failing as in like 
terrible because, like I say, they go to the playoffs. They just don't win playoff games. So they do what everything but yeah. What's the level of Philly? Yeah, like because a lot of teams, the Bengals hadn't won a playoff game in thirty something years. You know, Cowboys won a playoff game in what two thousand eighteen. So to some franchises, the Cowboys are all fine and dandy, but to the Cowboys who yeah, won five championships. We're failing now because we ain't won a championship since the nine five, you know. So. Nine, nine, <laughs> nine five, boys. Yeah. yeah, but if you if you want to say a top of the line, the top of the line product, you know, you ain't gonna keep buying a Gucci shirt if the if the G keep falling off. That's true. You ain't gonna keep buying a Mercedes if it keep breaking down on you. Like I thought, this is the best product out there. This is the number one selling product. What's the, what's so good about it? The brand. At Blue Star, it's the brand's America's team, and like you said, y'all like to call yourselves when players they are when players. <laughs> and what we're talking about makes the America's team because they can go oh and whatever and still sell the most. But that's what the players see. They go from wherever they came from to now they the America's team. They go from the Texans to the Cowboys. It's like man, I went from there to I get to come to this headquarters in Frisco and. They spoiled. So going twelve and five is like it's real popular. It's real popular to be an old lineman in Dallas. It so, ain't too popular to be an old lineman in Pittsburgh. That's all I'm saying. Sure. It's, it's just it's just y'all got just yeah. this, it comes with it comes with fame and noise of notoriety. Yeah. Like people know next, the cowboys. Next. How many owners do you know? Like next. <laughs> <laughs> We get we're doing hey, let's get it. Let's get into it. Let's get into yeah. it, man. Let's do yeah. our job correctly so that we don't have to fall <laughs> under the same the same mold, man. Talking about, you know, we got a couple of topics for y'all. So we want to dig, dig into a couple of things. Uh we'll segue them. But I mean it got to do with um, you know, a little bit, I guess we could call it a little bit darker topics. I mean, you know, we're gonna talk a little bit about secrets, uh, what those end up doing, uh storms. How does play roles in our lives, and then um, you know, lying, uh, topic of lying. So we got a couple, couple of different topics we're gonna share, and we'll introduce our topics as we kind of roll them out. So, Demarcus, what you have in regards to secrets, man? What were we talking about with that? Uh, I think they, I think we'll we'll create a positive narrative, a positive narrative, or a silver lining to some of these topics. Mine was uh. Or taking secrets to the graves, uh, helping or hurting, you know, families, societies, cultures, businesses, whatever, relationships, everything. Like, what what is the benefit of a secret? Or does it really help? Like, uh, you know, there's families that uh, find out secrets about their family, you know, and then. You kept that secret all the time. You took it to the grave, and then the secret gets found out somehow. And now that didn't separate the whole family, or and then created this dynamic that since you took it to the grave, there is no answer for it because you can't can't question it. You can't find the answer. There's no information to settle what it is the secret was being held for. So, what's the point of secrets? Like, what? How do we? I mean, a secret if it's never found out. It can benefit everybody, but like you said, when somebody finds it out and tells everybody, especially if it's hiding something that was important, like uh, I know people who 
have illegitimate kids, you know, and they try to keep the secrets, you know, and that benefits maybe their side. But what about that kid that they're trying to keep a secret? Like, what if the kid, the kid that, that they're trying to hide, how does that benefit them, you know? Yeah. They're missing out on their whole family, the whole family tree. So I think it can, I can't say benefit. I guess it can keep the peace on one side, but you're also hurting that other side that is the secret, you know? <laughs> like, why try to keep that's what I was saying. Like, what's the what's the whole point of a secret then? Because like, I think, like I said, it can keep peace on one side of the household or one side of the family, or whatever you want to say. But that sure. person you're keeping the secret or the thing that that secret that you're keeping is hurting that other side. Like, if whatever you want to say, that relationship, that kid, that secret money, you have, you know, like if it's keeping peace. If I know, hey, if I tell my wife. I got a kid, you know, on, on yeah. an illegitimate kid, something she don't know about. She gonna leave me. She gonna take the kid. She gonna leave me. So I'm just gonna keep it a secret. But that kid that grows out, grows up with no father, now that he have to deal with who's my dad, like who's my real dad. So it's like I'm I'm keeping the peace to keep my family, but I'm hurting a whole. I can't even say a whole another side. My other child, my other seed. So, but in that okay, uh, to me that's hurting more than it's helping. That's why I was like, is it really helping or hurting? Because yeah, that's, to be honest, it's kind of selfish to me because you expecting yes. yourself, but you hurting way more people than you could ever believe. Because if that kid grows so old and has a kid or whatever, they try to trace trees and they think this person is their father and then it comes out it's not and it's like, now the secret is out. Now I got to search through all this mess to find the truth and who knows how much mess I gotta shift through and then we all know to keep one lie going it gotta be on top of another lie like to me that's why I said where, where does a secret help us? Well I, I think so I think with a, a helpful secret so what we're talking about right now is a very negative situation like that's like you keep a kid away from people like that's negative man um, a positive situation I think could be like you know family best kept secrets like you know, like the 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 recipes and things like that that people make a lot of money off of, and you know they they keep it within the family, or like a situation where um, you know this like there's I just think that everything doesn't need to be out in the open because it like allows you to keep I believe in privacy. I mean I, I don't think that I I think secret has a negative connotation to it because we say secret it sounds like dark, but it's yeah, like you, you know, know this. So yeah, but to, to the the acquaintances I have, certain things would be secrets if I don't disclose them with people, which would be like, you know what I mean, stuff that's happened in my personal life that I don't feel like people need to know. Like there's certain things that I've done, I don't think it's, I don't need, I need to wear it on my shirt like a billboard that I've done it. It's like, maybe that stuff isn't pertinent to, you know, this space in my life. And not that I would never say it if, you know, it was like a situation where, my wife asked and it would keep us together like nah like it's i'm just not gonna bring certain things to light you know without because i think we all have closets bro like we all have closets and if we go up in them closets you don't know it's gonna come out but is that a secret or is that like just not you know i feel like a secret is like you know like hiding so i mean because like you said i have some stuff i had told anybody but if somebody asked i'd tell them you know everything if somebody asks you about anything, you gonna tell them. 
Uh, I'm pretty. I'm pretty trans. I was about to say, like, it, I don't. I don't have much to hide, like. I'm not. Yeah. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. I can't. Not everything. <laughs> not everything. I'm gonna say that because I can't. Because certain things, I feel like if I disclose that that information, it'll change the relationship I have with certain people. Well, I guess, like you said, if it's somebody I trust, let's go with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. The random person, like Drill, what's your deepest? Nah, I don't know you. But uh, yeah, exactly. Like I'm not finna share that information. Yeah, yeah. But like somebody I trust, you know, wife, the my, my brother right here, you know, he like, hey man, tell him about boop, 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 boop. It's something I ain't told anybody. But he know, you know, I'd be like, all right, you know, I trust you. So yeah. So I guess what kind of secret are we? Are we talking about something we just hold in, or something like, hey, I ain't never telling. <laughs> I like I like how Kerry used this, because I think it's a different play on words, because like uh. Privacy and pro I just looked it up. Privacy is to is belonging to or for the use of one particular person, party or group, uh, of of that person or party or group alone. And then secret. I just had it. Give me a second. Of course, when you're trying to do something, everything goes wild. Right. I I just know there's certain things I'm taking to secret. The secret is not known or seen or not meant to be known. Or seen by a person, party, or group. So it is, you know, privacy is, is yeah, this, like hold this category belongs to us. It's ours. A secret is uh, nobody needs to know. Yeah. It's, <laughs> so, so if it's private, like you guys were saying, the people that I trust disclose the information within one another. But if it's a secret. Nobody's never coming out. <laughs> it's never ever coming out. Not just, supposed to. Uh, that's why I said take to the grave. And that's probably what put the negative connotation to it. Cause I know some people's like, it's something I'll take it to the grave. Nobody will ever know. I I mean, I, I just think that everything is a situation by situation basis. Like if my if my information that I have helps somebody, then I feel like I, I'm almost inclined to give it to you. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't help you. And it's not your business anyway, and it doesn't change anything. I, it would only make things worse. I don't understand why I would even like. I'm not bringing to this situation something that can't benefit us both. Right yeah, now, yeah. but like I said, the situation I was talking about—that's like a secret. Like men do that. Like that's a secret. Like if I can keep it under the wraps, nobody has to know. Well, it ain't just me. Women out there to do it too. Women out there. Well, yeah. Uh, you're right, but you know it's harder for a woman to hide it. It's harder for a woman to hide. You know, I'm, you know, I'm saying men can, I guess, do it easier. Uh, well, yeah, no, I'm a, I'm a, no, no. I think I like, think some like, of the best. I'll be like, hey, we ain't trying to get canceled. Yeah, we ain't trying to get canceled. No, no, no. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you now. This is women do a better job of lying than we do. No, no, no. Hiding their children? They can hide their children better they than us? They can hide everything better than us. They are better at hiding yeah. things, period, than us. They're better than us at a lot of things when it comes to I stuff. get what you're saying, but I'm saying, yeah. like, Jared, there's, there's men out here that think they're the father of somebody's child. They're nowhere close to it. And the woman... I understand it. that. I'm talking about, like, not... And they live a happy life. Like, I get what you're saying. I'm saying, like, a man can like I'm saying not be in the when I say hide I'm saying like not be in the kids like easier than a woman cannot be in the kids life. That's oh what yeah, I'm with I that, knew what yeah, saying. she kicked the baby out. Yeah, she did. She yeah, definitely yeah, like that's you that's what I'm saying. 
So yeah. I'm saying like how when I was saying Ill- illegitimate kid, I was saying like he's not claiming doesn't know, act like he doesn't know. It's kind of hard for a woman to do that. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what that's I mean true. by it. That's yeah. true. Yeah. No, I, th- I think but, that. Go ahead, bro. No, I'm saying, but that's what. Yeah, that's that was the situation I could think of with like a secret, like a real secret. You know. Yeah, I think public public humiliation is what drives secrets and tr- like true secrets. True. I think public humiliation drives that because true. you would do anything to avoid public humiliation, like as, as a human race, like that, just. Is that self-preservation or is that selfishness? That's self-preservation, bro. Cause you gotta, you gotta understand that public humiliation will drive some people into depression. It'll drive some people into to a, to a place that um, they may not be ready to be at, at this moment. Cause if you know, we could call something transparency and say, oh, this person was being vulnerable, they were being strong. And that sounds good, you know, but like, let's say your little secret gets released by a tabloid or a famous person, right? And it wasn't you being vulnerable. It was just, it got out mm-hmm. and you were trying to hide it. That could demoralize somebody. I mean, like from my personal experience, I've been in a situation before where a family member I know, their stuff got out and it had a residual effect on everybody. And it and it's not like, it's, it's, it's like, it's a different feeling, bro, when you publicly humiliate. That's all I say. I, I think that drives that want to keep things a secret more so than anything else. One hundred. Yeah. Yeah. If everybody could, if you could tell your secrets without being judged, yeah, you're right. It would be it would be easier to do. Like, I can say what I need to say. I can get this off my chest, and nobody will judge me. And that's why people need to go to counseling. You know, because that's what that's a place that's a safe place for people. You can say what you need to say, get it off your chest, and you shouldn't be judged, you know. So, uh, like I said, man, it feels good to do that. It feels good right. to be able to talk to a professional and know that you know this is a professional. Like this is somebody I'm talking to about this. They're gonna give me some feedback that's gonna be unbiased, uh, should be anyway. And if you get biased right. feedback, feedback from your counselor, you need to get new. But um, <laughs> nah, it, it's it's a low risk environment. That's why we go. We have real friends. Like you don't want to just be talking to everybody. That's why it doesn't benefit you to tell your information on social media because you're telling your information to a whole bunch of people that really don't care. They don't give a hill of beans about what you got going on and they're using your uh, pain for entertainment. So, right. you know, as always that. But, um, what you think of democracy? Like you, you got your thinking cap Deep on. Thought. Deep thought. Uh, Deep. Uh, the burden that is carried by keeping the secret, kind of what y'all was just talking about, because you got the person that that keeps the secret, right? Uh, and like you were saying, with public humiliation, uh, it can it can break a person. Uh, that that for some people, that burden goes away because it's like now that it's out, I don't have to carry this burden every day. So I think you know a very healthy way of before you can even get to public humiliation is to go to therapy. Because mm-hmm. if you're not uh, strong in that, in, that, in that perspective, you know, I think it could lead to depression and, and other, it could be a domino effect of a whole bunch of terrible stuff. Yeah. Uh, but if you, if you can get help uh, in a professional way, then you get taught tools on how to uh, express it and how to move on with your life without 
literally carrying the burden. You can let it down. It's still there. You know, you still know about it, but then you get taught tools, you get taught ways to go about your life, even knowing that it's there, but not carrying it. Facts, facts. And, and I think a lot of it too is like people be thinking that they're the only ones that have been through this, right? Mm -hmm. Like you start thinking that, oh, I'm the only one because you turn it into, it goes from, you know, oh, I'm a bad person because it's happened to me. Or I'm a bad person because I've done this. You start to have that shame, you internalize it, make it yours and you say, this is me. Like, I, I can't tell anybody about, you know, what I've done or what has happened to me and my family or whatever, when in reality, it's not you. It's just what happened to you. It's just something you mm -hmm. did, but it's just a, it's a separate event. It's a separate situation from you as a whole. Like, it just makes up everything. Like, we always talk about polarity. There's two sides of every coin. Like, so you got to you gotta be understanding that you're not the only one. Like, whatever you've been through, there's probably somebody else been through the exact same thing and there's probably a book that really broke it down as to why it happened how it happened do some yeah. research talk to a counselor um, yes. and that's not long that's why it's good to have a mentor too because it's like an older person that can be open with you because you know sometimes people's parents and grandparents they don't tell the full story they don't tell their life stories no, you know they just kind of they kind of almost judge you for what you did but they don't tell their full life story Mm -hmm. But uh, like having that mentor, like having an older brother, like Demarcus, I hate to say, it, but like, <laughs> like Demarcus, he was open with me. He told me the mistakes he made. So if I made one, it's not like I had to be like, dang man, I ain't, dang, I feel like I'm the only one that been through this. I could always be like, so I can call my brother. Hey, why you do this? You know how you get through that? You know. So having a mentor or somebody like you, or counselor, or therapy, however you want to get through it, but having that person you can talk to to say, hey, that happens you're young, get through it, you know? Instead of having, like I say, some people, I can't say all parents, but some parents will just be like mad at you and judge you. Then you feel like <laughs> the whole world is against you, so. Yeah. Have a positive outlet, and we've talked about this numerous times, because uh, trauma bonding can put you in a bad place too, especially with social media and the internet, you can get with a bunch of people that will, take you down a dark hole just because they've been through the same thing you've been through but they didn't understand the ways to move forward with it you know so you know uh just to be honest they got suicide packs you know they get people that they think that this is the end and they find somebody else and they just made a pack together and uh unfortunately you know decide to take their lives together and that didn't necessarily have to be the end and it sucks because the environment is stronger than nature. So you put yourself in that environment. Yes. And now, even if you got the intelligence and the intellect and you know better, mm -hmm. because you got a suicide pact or you got a trauma bond with so-and-so. And that's why it's so important to be monitoring who is around you, bro. Like monitoring mm -hmm. your circle. Because as your circle starts to change, because people do change, you got to be willing to change with it. Like if, if the people around me start talking crazy and they're not really... Um, they're not really moving towards where I want to go in regards to what y'all are talking about. Then I gotta, I gotta ditch them because it's gonna be, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard to get out of that place. That's a stronger mindset to have too. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't truly think that we're being, I don't know what if the right word is taught, coached to have that stronger mindset. I think we look for outlets and others and then 
we found the outlet and it's not always the first outlet that's the best outlet. Yeah, yeah. It, it, discernment is weak, right? Because discernment comes through experience. We talked about that before. That's when your discernment ain't working for you right there. You you are having, I, I see that in kids a lot, actually. Like I see a lot of, you know, being in the school system, I see a lot of young boys and girls that end up confiding in people that they shouldn't because they don't have that experience. Like they don't understand that this could be, somebody might use this to their advantage or that somebody might, you know, try to do something with the information and, and make me, you know, feel less than I am and then, you know, use that to their advantage. So it's like, you know, we, we, like you said about the coaching, about the mentoring. And I think the example is the biggest thing we could do is, you know, you, so you set an example of making it normal to, to, reach out to one another, talk openly, be transparent as y'all were saying. Cause I mean, like I said, like there's still stuff in me, I'm trying to repair with regards to releasing information because vulnerability has been my pact to myself over the last two, three years. It's just being more vulnerable, putting more out there because I grew up in a private home. Like I didn't grow up, you know what I'm saying? Where we just told stuff. My mom always told me you can't handle kids over. Like I wasn't bringing nobody over the house. Like I wasn't, I was by myself for the most part. So kind of opening up and telling people what I'm thinking, talking to people about my problems. I know people like me, I like this, like, it's hard, but it's it's so exhilarating when you can do that with people you trust, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's big. But um, here's another part of this though. So can lying protect the feelings of others? And this is for all the brothers, cause you know, all the brothers, not all the brothers, but there's definitely brothers that be like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't tell you because I was thinking about you. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to make sure you was good. So yeah. I know somebody's shaking their head. So I mean, I don't know what y'all think, man. Cause y'all, y'all, y'all some some real honorable brothers. I I I, I rock with y'all's honorable nature. But uh, what at some think? point, at, at, for the most part, no, just playing. Um, I think short term, short term, it can <laughs> it can help. Oh. And I say short term, but I think like the market said, once you do it once. You got to keep doing it. Yeah. So if you kind of don't remember your lies or whatever, you know, you try to keep the lies going, it can it can hurt long term because at some point, I think that lie you gonna you gonna run out of lies or you gonna forget the lies or you gonna you gonna get caught, man. So like yeah. I say, short term, I think it's like more like I don't want to hurt your feelings, so I'm gonna say this. Uh, but either you gonna get frustrated, uh, something gonna happen, and the, and the truth gonna come out. So. <laughs> For the for the short term, I think it might be like, oh, okay, you know, I'm, I'm doing what I need to do, but well, I, I don't think it's gonna last. So hope you don't have no woman in your life. So hope you don't watch this. What you think, Demarcus? <laughs> what you think, Demarcus? Uh, I, you know the whole white lie thing. People have told white lies, and I think it's more to protect yourself or either to buy you some time or to correct the situation. Uh, some of them are. Just honest, this sounds horrible, but honest white lies. They buy you time to correct it, fix it, get it smoothed out so that you don't have to incorporate anybody in a, a struggle or a burden or a troubling time. You know, uh, some people, I mean, they got some people tell white lies about the simplest stuff, but then they just buy themselves time. They might've got fired last week. They looking for another job and get you another job. But it's, the, the, when they say the truth, shall set you free, man. Once you get to telling the truth, like, for, okay, honest thing, Gerald knows this about me. 
I never was one of those guys that's that was a gang spiller, like just you know, ain't got no gang. Tell a couple lies to your ear, make you feel good about yourself, and then next thing you know, you got to cover that up with another lie or <laughs> keep it going. Or then when you get caught, the whole thing is over. I've been one of the people just tell people tell people straight up from the truth, jump, and then I, I got respected for it a whole lot faster. I got a whole lot more time bought for it. Like I appreciate you putting the ball in my court so that, you know, I can see where I want to go with it, like in, in business and, and all kinds of things. And then, and sometimes, honestly, I feel like it's hurt me. Like I was keeping it 100 and then it was like- Keeping it 100. Keeping it 100. Uh, keeping sister, it real goes wrong. <laughs> my sister, and I'm pretty sure she won't mind me saying this, my sister was in a wreck uh, a long time ago. Uh, one of her first, first or second call. She told the truth and the cop told her, I gotta write down what you said, but you clearly should should have just said just like omitted this part. It still would have been the truth, but omitted this part so that your insurance would have paid for it. And it's like, well, I was telling the truth. <laughs> That's the part. That's the part. That part right there is what this country is built on. This whole country is built on lies. Everyone wants to be lied to. So it's like, yes, being honest is honorable. And yes, it's for us. It's being honest is for you. It's not for nobody else. Because to be honest, they want to be lied to. <laughs> Bro, that's just real talk. Like, that's real talk. The liars be the ones that you see. You're like, yo, like, but I told the truth. Like, I'm, I was actually, you know, being legitimate about the situation. I, I, I laid it out for you. I got in an accident. This is how I went down. Now you're going to penalize me for it? But it's like, the, you know, when we say the truth shall set you free, it's literally setting you free, only you, which is the most important person to be set free. But right. How about the and I was about to say, I was about to say, when, when the thing about the situations like that, I think that's a small L, but at the end of the day, you're going you're gonna to win from that situation. Because I think in God's eyes, he's like, all right, you know, you took that loss, but watch that new car I get you. Watch right. that, that new new the, the next car you get after that gonna be a Mercedes, gonna be a Tesla. So you might have lost that Toyota, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I had different plans for you. Hey. So Toyota's let me get Toyota. <laughs> let me get hey, Toyota. Y'all got me a little 2016, <laughs> you know. What no, I'm no, no, no. I, I love Toyota's. I'm saying you know, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, like when you tell the truth, I think you get you get that benefit, that that reward later in life. So you might feel like, dang, I took that loss right there, but I always, I try my best. But sometimes I ain't gonna act like I tell the truth all the time. But when I do tell the truth and it's something that I didn't, like I told the truth and something bad came from it, I'm like, that's okay, God got me. So. That's the lie we got, I mean, sorry to lie. That's the battle we have with the flesh and like our spirit, bro. It's like. Ephesians 6 and 10. Yeah, there you go. What is it? Quote huh? it. Yeah. Huh? Huh? I thought you were about to quote it, Pastor Man. We do not wrestle with uh, flesh and blood, but against the principalities in the heavenly places. That's not the whole thing, but that's, we don't, paraphrase. We don't yeah. That's it. That's, that's, yeah. Nah, facts though, because it's, it's hard, man. It's hard to, to, to continually, you know, do what's right and tell the truth when you know that some, in certain situations, if you just stretch the truth a little bit, you'll get more. And, you know, I think as we look at it, you know, like, does it protect others? I don't think it necessarily protects others because, I mean, 
how am I protecting you by something I'm doing or saying? Like, I mean, at the end of the day, only thing that can protect you is God, really. Like, I feel like we just got to take care of the energy that we're giving out. So, I mean, I'm not going to say I haven't done it. Like I, I said, say, yeah, yeah, hold but, yeah, I've hold done on, it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If your boy about to go to jail, yeah, how is it not protecting him if you lie? How's it oh, not protecting him? If you, if you, let's not say not lying. Let's let's say you don't keep that a secret. You saw it, <laughs> but when the cops come, <laughs> you lie. You didn't see. That's you a lie. lie. Is that not protecting us? Yeah, we've been we've been in that situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 so, it, so is yeah. it certain? Like you said, it's 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 based on the situation. Because should we just be like, yeah, you, your homie, me and you, Carrie? The cops coming. We go. We go. You think I'm gonna say yeah? He did. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't gonna say nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing. But you know what? It's it's crazy because that's our codes. Like we we build those codes. But you know when you go bigger, right? You know philosophy says whatever happens was supposed to happen, and if we jump in the middle of it, we blocking. You know that you probably have a bigger blessing on the other side of whatever is right there. But it's okay. like, I, I, this is how I take what you just said. I value my covenants with my, with my people more than I value, um, I guess, you know, the, the, the lies. This is a lie. It's not supposed to be a lie. It's like, man, if I got a covenant with you, I got a covenant with you. Like, we did it in blood. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's my wife and we going in a situation and somebody asking something about her and it's going to might, you know, get her a sticky tip. Man, look, I don't know what y'all talking about. Even if right. I know, I might know, but I ain't gonna say nothing because <laughs> I mean I got a covenant. I feel like a covenant should play a role in that right. for me, but I ain't gonna say that's everybody because some people sing like canaries no matter what because they just great people are all time. They come out with that lobster dinner. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> six foot four. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. First forty eight. Yeah, when first forty eight, they start eating at McDonald's. Man. <laughs> yeah, that's what you know. That's what you know. That's what you know. It's like oh, they give out the cigarettes. How he get the McDonald's burger? Man, man. man, like didn't he commit a murder? Like, like, <laughs> like bro got off. He ain't get no time. No time. Boy got parole. I like, what you, <laughs> I like what you said. I hope people don't try to spin that in a in a negative way because, like you said, if you have a covenant with uh another not only is gonna say entity, another being on this earth, whether it be a wife, a friend, family member, business, business or whatever. And you honoring that covenant uh, above uh, that story that I, I don't believe it should hurt anybody uh, or impact anybody. But if it's something to where it's just it, it, the covenant between you and that person uh, outweighs whatever that impact may be, yeah, that's the covenant you have. Like you said, that's the covenant you have between you and that person. Right, because that that little truth that I tell may damage one of the best relationships I've ever had. You know but, like you said but, earlier, if it's God's plan, what if it is God's plan for them to sit in there for six months, figure something out, come out with a whole different mindset? Yeah. And, I mean, like you said, it's a story. You might be blocking something yeah. you don't know, but I'm with you. The covenant, I'm with the co I'm like you said, the relationship I have with that person, it will be hard for me to say. I yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I did it. Yo, yeah, he did it, you know. <laughs> I don't know if this was recorded, but Gerald, you were literally just talking about this at the beginning yeah. of this. That he had a covenant with God. To, his covenant with God was so strong 
that he was literally sacrificing his son. Yeah. His son didn't know it was even coming. He was literally sacrificing his son because his covenant with God was so strong to the point to where it got to the point to where it's finna happen and God intervened and was like, no, that's not what that, that was not what the plan was, but I'm glad our covenant or our bond was so strong that I can trust you this far. Like this is this is the ultimate trust and I can I know it can't be broken. It gotta be like that. If I'm gonna say, if I'm gonna say if this goes down, we go down together, what is the shit? You know what I'm saying? Like what are we riding in? Like if I if the covenant is what we ride in. So if I decide to just start taking pieces of the, of the boards off of the ship because it's well, it's not this ain't built off the right morals. Like no, nah, bro, it's the ship. Like what you doing? Like hands <laughs> off the ship, bro. Yeah. You but, can't swim. Uh, exactly. You know, I can't. I can't swim either. So um, let's let's roll it to the last topic then, man. The importance of these storms, man. Dread, what you have on that, bro? Man, so I I, <laughs> I had an experience. Uh on a cruise last Sunday. Uh, I woke up in the middle of the ocean, could not see any parts of land, <laughs> not one piece. And uh, we went through a storm. But it's crazy because I was reading my Bible and it was telling me how important storms are in life. Like, Carrie, I think you you posted this the other day. Like, you know, easy, easy lives create easy people, you know, and in hard situations create strong people. Mm-hmm. So like, if you never go through a storm, you just, it's life's too easy. You're gonna be a weak person. You need we need these storms. But uh, I just been reading my Bible and just reading like the market said uh, about how people's situations in the Bible they went through storms, but God put them through the storm on purpose because when they got out of the storm, it, they were kings. You know, they had riches, they had everything they needed. But you know, it took time, and they had to basically trust God through the storm. So while they were going through the storm, they still saying, "Hey, God." Whatever it is you have for me, I'm good. In the middle of their storm, in the, in the, in the peak of their storm, they're just like, I trust you, God. Right. And I know, you know, a lot of us now, a lot of us these days, um, I can't say our generation, yeah. our generation, a lot of people think we're weak because they think we just give up. They don't think we can handle storms. So I just want to, I just kind of want to put it out there that everybody's going through a storm. Everybody's going to go through a storm, but Try to trust God, you know, fight through it, get through it, and you win at the end. So that was my thing about it. So yeah, use like just Go like ahead, the bro. people before us used to say, just keep living. If just you keep living. Well, just keep living. And yeah. keep living after that. Like right. anything after you go through it. You learn you learn so much about a storm afterwards that you like, okay, it better prepare me for this, or it slowed me down so I didn't go through this. So yeah. Right. Absolutely. Sometimes, sometimes that traffic, you know, that traffic saving you from that that wreck. You're into that traffic, and I'm, I'm the worst in traffic. I punch my steering wheel all the time, but it can be saving you from what you don't need to be in. You know that that going to sleep at night, missing that party, can save you from not going through something. So, uh, our man, just being in the middle of a storm, like you say, when you think everything going wrong, you just don't know what that's preparing you for. So, just try to get through it, man. Trust God. Trust yourself. Fight, 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 fight. Don't ever give up. So and you gotta you gotta remember where you came from. You gotta like because like you said, you said it made a great point just a minute ago about um going through the storm and having the riches afterwards. But the same kings that they were after the storm, they were going into it. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just they didn't know 
like you didn't know and the rite of passage is the storm. So the storm shows you once you make it on the other side, like see, like you have to just trust, like you have to trust. And I think um, somebody was saying like, I was talking to somebody the other day about like, can we like, can we earn trust? Like, can you really earn trust? You know, a lot of relationships like talk about like people be like, oh, you need to earn my trust back or stuff like that. Or, you know, you need to like get to that point where you can really believe in somebody. But like, if it's true belief, it just turns on, like you believe it. I feel like, I feel like, and then I maybe, maybe I think something differently, but I believe that if I believe in it, if I trust it, it's just what it is. It's not going to waver. So even when things don't look like they're supposed to look, it's, I still believe it. Like you can't take that away from me because it's in my mind. And, and, I've, and I've now supported it with enough evidence based on what I believe. So I, I'm not changing that. Right. I, think I, think I think it's a little more built. Man. Okay. For some people, it can be automatic, but I think even that was built over the years, whether it's religion or somebody or something, or even in the process, you know, when you go through a process, you go through difficulties and it's like, oh, I could do this better, I could do this better. Then when you believe in the process, it's because you've been through it a few times and now yeah. it's legitimate in your eyes. It's like, okay, this works. I know it works because it's been tested and, and shaken and blown together and put back together and still the same so yeah. you're saying there's levels to faith like so like when i was saying like belief like do you think there's levels to like faith like it's, oh yes you oh, think yes. there's levels to it oh yes uh i use myself for example when i when i was young you know i was like i believe in god you know i believe uh the christian way i believe in god i believe you know jesus came died for our sins and everything right and then the more i went through life and the more things that I was tested, the more I read, the closer I got, I do believe that my even my faith got stronger to where it didn't even waver. When I was younger, you know, I might even argue with somebody, you know, about my religion or their religion, or even if somebody knew more about the Bible and was able to test me in a way to where I didn't, you know, have enough faith to say, oh man, they that sounds right. Like they they sound right. Like it says that in the Bible, like, am I wrong? Am, am I not reading the right thing? Are they right? And then being even more ballot testing and reading and, and learning and getting closer. Yeah, I mean, even the word, the closer you get to in the word, the more you get into the word, the closer you get to God because you get doing more, you get going through his word. But then your faith grows. You, it's more ballot testing. People come to you, you know, you could be patient. You know, they say love is patient, love is kind. You could be patient. You can love everybody. You can just you can respectfully decline or be like, well, you know, you just keep like we just said, you just keep living, brother. I'm not gonna argue with you. Yeah, you know but I'm uh, busy building though. I'm building, so I can't argue with you because that's gonna take away from my my building. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think build. You know, just like if somebody has never experienced a death in their life, you know, after you experience a death and somebody close to you dying. And you res you respect the the great relationship either y'all had or the great relationships that you have with people that are still living, and it's like okay, okay, this is this is real. I now that I've experienced this, I I quantify our relationship over here even even more. Just like at a funeral, you'll see people mourning over the person that has passed away. And then for the next person that's closest to them or their kids, they hug them a little tighter. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I might call somebody a couple more times. And then you 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 respect life even more than you did before. So I think stuff gets battle tested and it, it puts you at a different level inside that same category. I feel that. I feel that. I, I was thinking it's like, like, it's like a few friends, right? You and Gerald been friends for a minute. You know, I was first friends, like he a cool guy, he a cool guy. That's my dude, that's my buddy, that's whatever. You go through a couple things, oh no, that's my dog. You no, mess with really? him, you mess with me. Yeah. You ain't gonna talk about him in front of my face, like, whether he here or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> facts, facts. I was gonna say like in football terms, like training camp. <laughs> Especially on that line, boy. On that D-line or O-line, when it's 160 degrees. That's <laughs> throwing up together. Yeah, you look to the left, you look to the right, you see them dudes sweating hot, you know, they 270, 300 pounds. They tired too. And at the end of a practice in camp, you know what I'm saying? You know, you see who the dogs are. So in that game in the fourth quarter, when you get in your stands, you look to the left and look to the right, you remember yep. the camp rage. Yep. You remember yep. camp, but you're like, oh, I know they got it. I know this dude next to me gonna do what he gotta do. Cause I remember it's, it's 70 degrees right now. If he can do it in 110, we definitely about to do it in 70. So that build that trust, that faith in that man next to you. So that's something I can put, that's what football talk. So yeah. yeah even that's... football talk, like just think about the people that quit or the people that, you know, didn't go through it. Y'all don't, y'all probably don't have the same relationship now. Not in that sense. Yeah. That's true. That's true. So I guess in closing, man, like what is something that y'all feel like uh, we could pass on to the, our audience, to anybody that taps in with the podcast? We appreciate y'all. Go follow us at BLI Leader on IG, uh, BLI Podcast on YouTube. Um, those of y'all that tap in weekly, thank y'all so much. But what, what can y'all share with um, our, our fans, the people that rock with us, as far as like how they can unlock that light within them like y'all been doing lately um, and just be just be more of a positive growing type of individual man what y'all got for the people um, lately I mean the market's been telling me this but lately it's been more self-education if it's something I hear something I read on social media something I always I do my own research now like I don't just believe what I hear what I see on the news what I hear about COVID you know I like, I'm like, mm, let me, let me get on the CDC website. Let me see what they say. Let me see what they, you know, so when I usually talk now, I know what I'm talking about. It's just not, I'm not just repeating what I hear. So the market's been telling me self-education is the best since I've been, I don't know, 2019, I don't know. But uh, actually doing it, it just makes you, you're more confident. It builds confidence in you because you kind of, you know what you're talking about. You know what supplements you want to take. You know what you want to eat. It just it just builds us overall just self-confidence for me. So just try to do your own research. I, I ain't saying everything they tell you is wrong, but a lot of what they tell you is a little, a little different. So thanks. Marcus, what you got? Uh I don't know why this popped in my head, but maybe for somebody. Our podcast is called Be a Light. Uh everybody. Well, even even in the, uh, I, I use me being homeless. Even even while I was homeless, a light always comes on. If the light goes out, you change the bulb. So just know that you always are your own light. You can search for it. There's a light inside of you, and it's always on. That the bulb doesn't even have to change. It's inside of you. That's why it's called be a light. Always trying to find the light in every situation you got, man. It's, 
There's always another day, another hour. If God blesses you to, to live another day, another hour, there's always a chance to be alive. I said this a long time ago when we first started the podcast, and whether you believe in tattoos or not. I have a tattoo on me that says, if I wake up, it's a good day. And the next line says, if I don't wake up, it's still a good day. That's there all I want to say. Like, there's always a way. There we go. That's, I think that's a fitting way to end this podcast. You brothers uh, brought it today. I appreciate y'all as always. Uh, all our audience and everybody has been tapped in. Say like, what? Uh, Turn up, my guy. Turn up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. Shout, shout out to Nate. Shout out to Nate. Keep it, keep it, keep it funky. But uh, all right, brothers, we out of here.